What's up, everyone? Richie here with my buddy James on another episode of the Ping Pong Pizza Pachanga. <laughs> <laughs> Name What's, change time. Yeah. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Naturally. It's hard to not be good after you get off the mountain on a sweet ride. James and I just uh, met up with our buddy Luke, who's becoming... <laughs> Excuse me. Who's becoming a, a regular on the pod? Uh, we all went for a mountain bike ride in the Northeast. It was beautiful this morning. Man, it was so good. We went out for breakfast afterwards. Shout out to JVB, best avocado toast in town. Maybe Texas. Maybe Texas. Oh man, I got some in my throat. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Man, that was fun. What's that drink you got, by the way? It's uh, called Café de Olla, or it's an iced Café de Olla. Uh, I get it every time I go there because it reminds me so much of having coffee with my grandma when I was a kid. Um, you let me taste it that one time. It's so good, man. It's a dessert, bro. It's a dessert. It's a treat for sure. No exaggeration. It's it's a must. If you go to JVB, get the Café de Olla iced. Oh, my God. So good. So, yeah, we were just sitting there talking. James was like, let's do a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Had some time, impromptu. And we were talking about, we had a really nice conversation um, at sitting there at breakfast or brunch or whatever and uh, talking about being outdoors. And we, I mean, we talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about love and life and growing and depression, actually. Um, and how you know what what the outdoors just being outside and and enjoying nature how that how that uh goes hand in hand with with dealing with with depression and mental illness and so we're jumping right into it because we don't have much time but here we are man so yeah here we are man i I just felt uh i mean after our conversation and uh the fact that it's november um or movember as it's better known these days um, well, we were talking a little bit about mental health, uh, and how men tend to struggle to speak on it. And I'm sure women do as well, but stereotypically, I believe it's men who have a harder time speaking on mental health and being that it's November, um, I thought it would be cool to come on this podcast and as a mental health struggler myself, you know, talk about it. Uh, talk about it a little bit you know which is up. yeah dude which is dope i mean i deal with it. i think so many people do and these days like i'm meeting more and more i'm just seeing it a lot more i don't know if it's because it's in november i didn't i had no idea honestly about that i thought it was really cool um that you brought that up and uh, it it's a tough thing to talk about especially when you're going in it or you're going through it being, especially dude because like, you don't want to fucking talk to anybody you just want to be curled up in a ball i don't know about it anybody else but i remember wanting to be curled up in a ball and just like not talk to anyone it's tough dude but being outside oh man when you were telling me about like just being out in nature and connecting with i don't know man fresh air sunshine you name it. like that's that's where it's at definitely that's for me and like hearing you talk about it, i was like yeah no shit yeah, and also not only connecting with nature, but disconnecting from all the bullshit, you know. Um, I find that, um, at least in my case, it's helped me. You know, there's not one cure-all uh, per se when it comes to mental health struggles, depression, 
uh, anxiety, uh, whatever it is that people are struggling with, um, you know, there's never going to be a cure-all, but um, I can definitely testify on nature being extremely helpful to my mental health uh, when I can get myself out of bed and actually get (laughs) on the bike or go on a hike and get out into the mountains and um, experience a little bit of pain, uh, physical pain. Um, you have to throw yourself into the boiling water sometimes. You do, yeah. I mean, as yeah. as you're well aware, I, mean, I you, think for me anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> this yeah. last Saturday was a bitch. <laughs> yes, sir, man. That, that, that going back to the twelve hours of old El Paso. If you guys haven't listened to that last episode, uh, yeah, we did a, a post race um, podcast uh, impromptu. It was kind of kind of crazy. Bunch of just worn out like mid delirium kind of yeah it's a delirious <laughs> fun man yeah it's so fun but it was an ass kicker man it was an ass kicker it 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 being outside i didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt you man i'm sorry but being out being outside at that 12 hour race being just being out all day long in the desert beautiful weather we we're lucky to have beautiful weather um awesome people just I can only speak for myself for me showing up to that event was more than just like going out and partying and having a good time it wasn't it wasn't just like a social thing it was I knew going into it that I wanted to test myself I wanted to get to the point where I broke myself physically to see where I was at where I was mentally as far as strength right and so a lot of people are asking me why the hell did you ride that gravel bike oh yeah you're fucking hardcore you're this not not that it wasn't for the ego thing it was for me it was for like i was telling you at breakfast i was to beat the shit out of myself to make sure that um because riding it riding those trails on that bike was gonna really hurt physically way more than like a dual suspension cush mountain bike so yeah i just wanted to make sure that i got to the point of like physical breakdown of pain were or like the negative that that anxiety the the negative thoughts would come in or like the the you just i don't know you get to this point right of you're just like fuck yeah <laughs> and it happened it happened on the last lap like i was telling you it happened at, uh and it it um it was beautiful in a really i mean kind of a dark way but it was it was cool because testing yourself every now and then for me anyway testing myself it was uh is um necessary i don't know to see where i'm at i feel like i feel like uh yeah and i'm 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 stoked i've been doing a lot of work lately and i'm I'm, i was really happy with the way i handled it Uh, got to the point where it turned into like survival mode and i kind of freaked out a bit but it it never like those the anxiety and those negative thoughts I didn't let him shake me and I got back and I let it all out there out on the trail. I was really, really proud of myself, man. I'm, I feel, I feel good. I feel strong. I'm happy. And it's, you know, life is up and down and, and going out there last Saturday was, was just really for so many reasons was just such a beautiful day um, for me. And I, and I wish, and I hope that a lot of everybody there, you know, had, similar experience in one way or another just had a good time so it was it was dope it was uh anyway yeah it was dope (laughs) yeah man well i mean not only should you be proud of yourself you should be proud of all the 
the hard work that you did coming up to the race. Um, it's, it's really what made it all possible for you. It's the consistency, the getting out of bed and shaking off, you know, those demons. Um, even though you don't feel like doing anything, especially when you're down, it's, uh, it's that, you know, it's that, that's what did it. That's what, uh, brought you that, that, that confidence, that feeling of confidence afterwards, or maybe even during that, that feeling of pride, uh, which by all means you should feel, you know, what you did out there was amazing. Um, and it was selfless because realistically, you know, if you wanted to be seen, you know, you would have written a full suspension bike and probably gotten a few more laps and probably been on that podium. And, uh, but, uh, you know, this was a challenge that you set for yourself and, uh, you should be proud of yourself. And I know my, I'm very proud of you. And I know a lot of your friends are, man. And a lot of your family are very proud of what you did out there on, on that race and what you've been doing to work on yourself, um, in times of struggle. Yeah. Life's been pretty tough lately and I won't get into the details, but it's been, uh, it's, it's been a test, man, of like what I'm made of. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, uh, off record, you know, we've talked and excuse me anyway, it's, you know, I think about throwing yourself into the, into the boiling water and seeing if, you know, if you either sink or you swim and get out, but, uh, it doesn't like doing that doesn't have to be some epic bike race weekend or whatever. Like it's, it's getting out of bed. That's right. Getting out of bed, being like, all right, today, this moment right now, this breath, right. And getting started is always the hardest part. Once you're in motion, it's like, ah, oh, and you, you know, it's like sick. Like for me, with getting started, getting that momentum takes all that energy, and then cruising, keeping that momentum going, feels great. You know, it 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 allows for some of that energy that's not being used once you're going like to be used elsewhere so you're you're actually able to do more you know and i'm this i'm saying this like in a metaphor but yeah like exercise and getting outside just going for a walk man i remember like my back being just so jacked up from stress and from i had to see mike shout out to mike bonce at active chiropractic uh chiropractor yes active chiropractic uh montecillo on mesa yes Great wonderful dude i yes two thumbs way up um they do the massage and the and the this and the that this wonderful person love you mike he helped me out and uh not to mention the free therapy right <laughs> i mean the guy is uh the guy's spiritual to say the least he's uh experienced his own struggles and uh if there's anybody out there you know that you know wants to go see a chiropractor you're just you know wants to feel better because you know they're active um got a little aches and pains uh not only will you get adjusted you know you'll have somebody with tons of wisdom to speak to absolutely yeah the dude's just a great human being all around and he's in it for the right reasons yeah two thumbs way up love that dude and yeah I, man i could barely friggin like walk and to get to the point it's like you just one day at a time. You just walk, walk around the block, walk, do this, do that. Um, start, just do whatever you can, right? Like the, the diet, it's, it's hard. It sucks. <laughs> it takes, it takes a lot of energy to get the ball rolling. 
But man, being outside in these mountains, we have this mountain just right in the middle of town. Or even like, dude, right up the street, we've got, you know, a city park. Like I'll take the kids and just enjoy outside. Just walk around the block. Like go out to Royal Park or for me personally, like being in the desert though, in the raw desert, that's, it brings another, like another level to it. Um, but yeah, you're right, man. Being outside does something. It just reconnects you with like what's important, what's like the simple parts of life. Like at the end of the day, like none of this, almost all of this shit in life isn't important. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> There's only a few things really. That's perspective, right? Yeah, dude. That's dope. God, I love outside. As do I. <laughs> Meet me outside, bro. Dude, you guys do, if you don't mind talking about this, you and the homies um, do a Gila trip. Absolutely. Every year. Yes, sir, every year. You mind talking a bit about that? No, not at all, actually. Um, it's funny. It's a good time to bring this up. Uh, it started five years ago when I had just gotten divorced and uh, at the time I was, I mean, I was going through it. I was struggling in every which way with depression, with the divorce, with frustrations, uh, you know, just trying to figure it all out. And uh, it was myself and Rob, uh, my best friend, um, we just started talking about possibly doing this backpacking trip, but, you know, we knew very little bit about it. Um, his dad, Mr. Flick, shout out to Mr. Flick, one yep. of the best teachers and his mom, great teachers altogether, all three of them, all four of them, because his brother is also a teacher, but, um, well, we talked about it. We wanted to do it. His dad, his dad did some backpacking all of his life and, you know, uh, just kind of always sat in the back of my head as something that I wanted to try. Um, we got a couple of buddies together. We got Craig, we got Drew, Danny, uh, and we all went out there, knew very, very little about it. We went out there super heavy. I mean, I took pliers. If, <laughs> <laughs> if that says anything about how much I knew about backpacking, uh, my pack was over 50 pounds. Um, over the span of five days, I believe we accomplished, you know, a 17 mile hike. I, it was so short, uh, but we were you know, so unprepared. We didn't know what we were doing. Or overprepared, it sounds or like. Or overprepared, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, we, we we were ready to build a house out there. Um, but basically, you know, uh, that experience being so brutal is what brought us back the next year. Uh, we realized that we knew very little and uh, we could take our bad experience, uh, come back the next year and conquer it you know uh the following year we we showed up with the proper gear the right backpacks with uh, a whole lot less weight on our back and uh, a better plan um every year uh we go out there it's been five years this is going to be the fifth one uh we tend to keep it in the range of 40 to 60 miles and this year because it's our five-year anniversary we're going to bump it up to 100 I mean, from 17 to 100 miles in yes. five years. That's insane, dude. Yes. It's, it, 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 yeah, it's crazy when we think about it, man. But uh, all of us walk out of there uh, better men after five, six days of being out there. Uh, we have great conversations with each other. Uh, we're 
you know, we're all open to, you know, speaking openly about everything when we're out there. Uh, and the more time you spend out there in nature with, with these guys, uh, your, your comrades, you know, uh, the more time you spend, the, the more open you become. And, uh, it's just the best therapy, you know, uh, at least for me, you know, uh, people ask me, you know, what makes you want to do that? It sounds brutal. Like, why would you even, what do you love about it? And I think much like your experience at the 12 hour, it's, it's the beating yourself up. It's the, it's the day to day, just taking physical pain in, you know, to get the mental stuff out. And, uh, every year, every single time we've gone out there, whether it was brutal or not, you know, just the, those, the cold, the, the, the long hikes, sometimes the heat, the uh, fire didn't like last year, you guys had some fire, you had smoked out or something. Yeah. Last year we, we were walking straight into a forest fire, uh, and finally reached a point where we realized we might be in danger, uh, turned back around, uh, ended up camping about five miles. Well, we, we came back about five miles, camped out. Uh, then uh, my dog, Maddie, was struggling with her paws at that point. <sighs> we had to spend that. the night on that campsite one more time. And by the time we woke up, we were getting smoked out. We looked around and said, hey, it's time to go. You know, at this point, the smoke is here and we got to get out. So this brings up a good like thought for me is like what it has to do with, with mental toughness or not even toughness, but like just... mental stability uh mental health is when stressful times come i mean you're in the middle of the national forest the wilderness in the wilderness it's just you and you got mother nature throwing you a fucking forest fire deal with it how did you guys handle that you know uh like emotionally like i mean you know what i mean like speaking of what we're talking about but yeah well uh, uh on our uh, you know on our way there we were all excited to go uh, experience what we call uh, the falls uh, it's a it's a little gem we found out there in the wilderness there's some waterfalls and beautiful water just good swimming pools and we we're all excited to get there um this was the first time that i was taking my brother-in-law and mike and uh, so I was excited for him to see it. You know, we were just all excited to get there when we ran into the forest fire. So it was a very difficult decision to make to turn around. Because oh, you never made it? We didn't make it there. <sighs> we knew we were actually, and more importantly, we were hit. We were headed towards Lily Park, uh, where uh, the probability of, you know, running into a bear is a little higher because it's a berry field. And uh, as much as you don't want to run into a bear for some reason in the back of your mind, you kind of want to see a bear, you know? And, <laughs> and uh, you so, fuckers. yeah, it, you know, we were just stoked to get there. And, uh, you know, thankfully, um, I can't say I had anything to do with the decision, but, you know, we made an intelligent decision to walk out instead of, you know, trying to be some type of tough guys or whatever we said you know what we don't know how fast these fires move uh we don't know what we're walking into uh the best thing we could do is turn around and not get rescued did you ever think like i mean you have a little daughter man you know like you ever think about i mean what goes through your head when because that's real like it it, and from how you described it like the thickness of the smoke the next morning and the like, sorry, Drew, but like Drew waking up, there's an, I see an orange glow. (laughs) (laughs) 
like shit like that. I'm like, man, yeah. if he's waking up in the middle of the night, like hallucinating about some, you know, embers or fire that's not really there, like that's real stress. Yes. You know, that's, it's real being out there. And so, yeah, man, like how, what's going through your mind when you just like, you go toe to toe with the fucking forest fire? Besides you know, figuring out the logistics, it's like, what's the raw initial, like, is there any, like, how'd you feel? Uh, initially, you know, uh, there was obviously the feeling of like, man, this trip might end prematurely and might be ruined uh, by this forest fire. There's, uh, there's planning, you know, it's funny, you, you sit there and I'm sure a lot of us have probably done this where we contemplate what we would do during the apocalypse, you know, and, you know, what would we take? What would we leave behind? Are we prepared for it? And um we've we had several conversations as to what to grab and how to take off should the fire suddenly just get to us and we don't have time to um excuse me we don't have time to pack up our tents we don't have time to grab our not that we have many luxuries out there but hey there's no time for that it's about saving lives and your own life you know and and yes my little daughter for sure you know my my little daughter um has kept me alive, you know, for the last six years through many, many of struggles. And one, I, I think my number one priority is to stay alive because it's beautiful. Man. Yeah. It's my number one priority. Now it's, it's, it's stay alive, survive. Cause you need to be there for her. Don't. And stay happy. Yeah, exactly. Kids deserve happy parents. They do deserve happy parents. They deserve, uh, able parents and, uh, they don't deserve to, uh, you know, they didn't ask to be brought into this world. Their minds are innocent. Their hearts are innocent. They're full of love and joy and energy and um, energy. No shit. Yeah, and the, <laughs> no kidding, right? And the last thing you know, I ever want my daughter to have to survive is not having a dad over me trying to be a tough guy and walk through a forest fire, or me trying to be a tough guy and you know overdo anything. Um, yeah, definitely. She came into my mind several times. Like, how the hell am I going to get out here? And how am I going to get back to her? You know, uh, my little my little girl needs her dad. You know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm just an average dad, but she loves me like I'm the best dad in the world. You know, and and uh, so. Jimmy told me the other day, man. He's like, Dad, in the morning he wakes up. He's like, Out of all the dads in this house, I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> He just turned five. That's hilarious, man. I, I was, yeah, I know what he meant. He's like, yeah, the you know, but it was just, yeah, it was pretty funny. That's Come funny. here, dude. Yeah, man. They, yeah, they're just, they, they, they love you. Uh, I mean, much, you know, much, uh, much, much like I did when I was a kid, you know, and I continue to look up to my dad and want to make him proud. And um, I know where, where it comes from. I know where my little girl's love and, and uh, appreciation comes from, you know, and, and I want to be there for her as much as I possibly can. Um, speaking on mental health, you know, uh, when, when I go through depression, because I do, I go through depression um, multiple times a year, um, deep ones, uh, intense ones, you know, the type where people call me and I say, I'm all right. Hey, man, you disappeared. Don't worry, I'm all right. I'm just busy, you know, got work. I got this, I got this, you know, I'll always come up with something, but I'm always all right. You know, I'm always all right. That's what I always say. I'm always all right. And uh, even though I'm not, you know, even though I'm struggling uh, to just get myself out of bed, even though I'm struggling to get myself out of the house, to go spend time with friends, with family, um, the last thing I want my little girl to have to see is that, you know, I, 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 
It's not that I want to hide my depression from her, but I definitely don't want it to ever affect her. So the most important thing I can do is take care of my mental health. The most important thing I can do is be alive for her. So um, there's been several times in my life where uh, I don't do anything about it. But now that I have her, it's very important for me to do something about it. Uh, and, and, you know, I want to speak to anybody that, that, that goes through it. Uh, I just, you know, I want you to know that it's going to pass, that, that, that the depression does go away, that the, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes you just got to wait it out. But the best thing you can do is actually take action. Um, go see a therapist. If you need to be on meds, be on meds. Um, if that's not the answer for you and you need to ride a mountain bike and uh, do 70 miles on a gravel, you know, do that. Uh, Absolutely. But, but yeah, it's, it's about taking action and no matter how hard it is, because I, I, I mean, I personally understand how difficult it is to get just out of bed. By yeah. the way, I guess I should say real quick that we're not fucking doctors and we're not telling you exactly so what to do or not to do like in a medical sense like we're obviously just a couple of dudes just here talking about our own personal experiences so it's fucking don't, yeah don't 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 take this shit with a grain of salt right or yeah yeah no i mean by no means am i prescribing anything to right. anybody in fact i'm telling you to go see a doctor you know I, right. I i think uh i think it's beneficial to anybody even if you don't really struggle with mental health uh I don't see uh, how it could be a bad thing to go speak to somebody on, on any little struggle you're having and get some professional advice or uh, at least just speak to a professional and have them hear you out, you know, um, or just step outside. I mean, boil it back down to like what the simplest thing was. Right. And it's just like, get up, mm -hmm. get up. Yeah. You got to get up. man. You got to get up. Walk to the fucking outside or wherever you're at. Or if you're already outside, just get up. <laughs> yeah man and open the eyes and and just get outside and 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 you know start build on that yeah you know uh, i think over especially over this COVID era you know many people became um hermits you know yeah, stuck at home it, it, you know four walls and a roof no sunlight no blades of grass touching their feet no stars at night no uh, breeze, you know, hitting you in the face, uh, you know, all of those things went away for several people. Um, and not, not to mention the no socializing, you know, we're social creatures and, and when we're at our best, we want to see other people. We want to be around other people. And when, when we're told not to be around other people, I think many people struggled with that and discovered maybe for the first time in their life that they were depressed. They discovered for the first time in their life that, you know, that feeling of hopelessness of where is this headed? Where is this going? Uh, not to mention the deaths, man. I mean, I've been very blessed to not have any people close to me die over this, but a lot of people passed away and, and I can't imagine how difficult that must've been for so many families, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's about when you're feeling that way, getting out. Exactly. Getting up. Step one, get out of bed. If that's all you could do that day, that's okay. You know, that's okay. That's what you could do today is get out of bed. You know, do what you can with what yeah, you got. Man. Exactly. Maybe, do something. maybe tomorrow Move. the best you can do is, Make yourself a cup of coffee. Maybe the following day, the best you can do is 
stick your head out the window, you know, but yeah, small steps, whatever you can do. I, you know, I, 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 I had to get outside for me. Uh, I started mountain biking during this period, uh, during COVID. I was very lucky to know you to <laughs> be able to get my hands on a bike and, uh, get out on the mountain. And, uh, at the time I, I was dealing with depression. I was, and, and I got on my bike and I started feeling the physical pain. I realized really quickly that, my God, I was out of shape. <laughs> uh, even though I was doing all these long hikes and stuff, you know, mountain biking is a different animal. It's totally different. Yeah, but uh, it got me into, it got me into, uh, it got me to meet other people. Um, at, I, I joined a group uh, named the Lost Dog Chainbreakers at the time. Uh, over the summer, I trained really hard. Uh, I was just having a good time, you know, and then, of course, that, monster showed up again and depression hit me once more and uh speaking on this 12-hour race you know you and i had very different experiences um you know you 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 had trained really hard for it at the right time you had stayed consistent and were able to accomplish something that when you came out of it you felt really good about yourself and i, I had the opposite experience um i went through depression right before it and uh in fact, I'm kind of coming out of it right now, barely. Um, and it might be because of that race. It might have helped me to, to it, it pulled me out of it, you know, because um, I had, I stopped hanging out with the people I was hanging out with because I was depressed. I stopped uh, training because I could barely get myself out of bed. Um, wasn't eating right. Just doing all the wrong things, you know. And by the time this 12-hour race came around, uh, I wasn't in the shape that I was when I joined my team and uh and to me it was just awful because I felt like I had uh I made a commitment you know to to friends and and I made a commitment to a team um <clears throat> and uh I didn't perform well you know I didn't perform well and of course I didn't perform well you know I hadn't been putting in the legwork that I needed to be putting in to help them you know and they by no means, you know, they, they showed no disappointment. They were, you know, they told me they were proud of what I did and that I did a good job and stuff like that. But I know in my heart that I didn't do what I had set out to do. Um, and that feeling of disappointment, that, that looking around and seeing everybody enjoying the event, and I did enjoy the event, don't get me wrong, but um, just seeing all that joy around me, you know, and feeling like, wow, what's wrong with me? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, everybody, I should be happy right now. Why am I not happy? Right yeah, now? exactly. I've definitely you know? had that feeling, man. It sucks. What lit a fire under my ass, you know? I, I, I woke up on Monday and still kind of recovering from all the cramping that, <laughs> that occurred and uh, yeah. went out and uh, spoke to a couple cats over there at Crazy Cat Cyclery. And, uh, shout out to Crazy Cat. Yeah, shout out to Crazy Cat, to uh, Robert and Luis that, you know, I, I spoke to them and we talked a little bit about they, they brought up coaching. Um, not really sure how it came up, but all of a sudden I said, Oh, Hey, that sounds like a cool idea. You know, like, uh, maybe I can get a coach and, uh, I'll be better at this thing. Uh, I didn't end up getting the coach, but I ended up downloading this program and, and I'm following it to a T it's given me structure. It's giving me something to look forward to. It's given me, uh, it's it's helping. I'm I'm already I already feel in so much better shape after a week. You like it? Yeah. I love it, man. What's it called? It. 
Uh, you know what, man? Uh, I think I'm gonna guess, but I think it was LMC or something like that. It's a website that I found just by googling. I started off by searching bridge endurance, which was what was suggested to me. Um, bridge endurance is local. Is that what Luis was saying? From yes. Crazy Cat? Right on. Yes. Yeah, so they're local. And as I Googled these things, you know, I went down the rabbit hole, ended up finding this program for the right price for, you know, the right race and everything. And, um, right. and so it's given me structure. Um, and, you know, when we talk about just getting yourself out of bed um, right now, or at least a few days ago, I was in a place where all I could do is at least just get up and see what I had to do that day and go get it done. And uh, it's helped me a lot. You know, it's nice to have something yeah. to, like laid out like, OK, checklist. Right. This is what I have to do. This is plain and Jane's, plain and simple, the the agenda or whatever. We were talking about this at breakfast. It's like sometimes you have a free day, you have all these things to do, you get all excited because you're like, All right, I can I can do I can take care of whatever I want to take care of. <laughs> it's like blah, you just can't pick one or Yeah. Man. You end up doing a bunch of stuff but not what you want it to do or whatever. It's kinda like the chaos, but having structure it's something that I've definitely been appreciating more lately. Um, something that I didn't have a lot of early on in life and, and, you know, maybe a little late to the party in that sense, but it's, you know, yeah. Alarm, man, this little watch setting alarms for everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I got right. to experience that here, a little <laughs> bit ago here. Yeah. Set, set a couple of alarms, talk to Siri. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy. Oh yeah. 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 Give you a call like seven o'clock. How about that? Yeah, sure. And if I didn't set an alarm, I'd forget right away. I was like, Hey phone or Hey watch, set an alarm for six thirty. check in with homie, you know, whatever. It's like, all right, cool. Now I can just let it go as long as I have my watch on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like the little things, but yeah, dude, structure, that was really cool uh, when you told me that you got a, I thought it was really cool that you telling me you got like some program going on. We're out riding and we're like trying to figure out what to do. Uh, and the three of us, you, me, and Luke, were like, well, I, you know, what do we do? Like we have this amount of time, like who has what? We're trying to figure it out. It's towards the end of the ride. And then you were like, well, I have 15 minutes. We're like, oh shit, okay. You're like, well, I have 15 minutes because of this program that I'm on. Right. And it was like, oh, and, and which is cool, right? But from, from my perspective, it was like, okay, now what, like now we have direction, you yeah, know? It narrows things down. Right? Yeah. It's like, okay, now what, what is possible? What can we do? And immediately Luke was like, well, there's this trail, blah, blah, blah. And we'll get down there in about 15, 20. Boom. Perfect. Like just having that little bit of structure, like we, it like rubbed off on our little situation that we had. Right. And it just helped. Otherwise you probably would have been there banging our heads. Like, what do we do? Just, or probably looking for like the most fun or, or the, yeah. the most challenging thing coming but, up. You but know? we just like, boom, we just like, yeah. it, it, it happened. And there was no question. We were just, once we knew what the prior, what the, uh, what the, um, parameters were for the situation yeah dude it was just like done and that in the bigger picture is like i feel like what you're talking about right just having some sort of structure just gives you like oh okay you know what to expect you know you just you fucking know yeah man <laughs> it's nice yeah you, just to know what to expect sometimes and and that being said you know losing structure uh you know was uh for me you know i i joke about it but you know I, i'm i'm kind of retired i kind of consider myself retired in a sense you know um i've been very blessed and fortunate that uh, my dad uh 
I don't know, maybe about 15 years ago, decided to get into the apartment business. And um, over the last uh, whatever amount of years it's been, we've worked on building that up. But at the same time, I started doing contracting work and was doing a lot of construction work outside of that. And uh, recently, I'm not sure what brought me to it, but maybe just stress, overwork, um, many different things. Uh, just wanting to be a little bit more present in my daughter's life. Uh, just I made the decision that I was done with that, that I, that, that I was just going to accept the blessing and take care of just the properties that, that my dad had worked his life so hard to acquire and to give us a better life. Um, I made that decision. I said, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to focus on, on this. And all of a sudden I had a lot more time on my hands when I was doing, you know, 50 hour weeks, 60 hour weeks doing construction work. Uh, for some reason I was doing a little bit better mentally. And I think that reason is structure. I think waking up and being like, okay, well today we got to get this tile done or we've got to change out this tub or we've have to demo this entire kitchen. Um, it, it, it gave me, it gave me structure and it gave me something something other than my own mind to you know dwell on and um once i got all of this freedom to do what i wanted with my time um i realized that it became very very difficult to manage my mental health and uh this little bit of structure that's just come into my life which is this mountain biking program i mean it's it's done wonders you know i've i've, I've gone like i said from barely being able to get out of bed to almost being excited about this you know what i mean i, I wake up and i say you know today i gotta ride two and a half hours it's telling me to stay in zone two so it's chill cool you know sounds awesome man i wake up tomorrow and i gotta do tempos fuck but okay let's go get them done you know um and that little bit of structure man uh not to mention being outside man being outside yes dude just being outside uh, whether it's on the mountain or even on the road uh i don't know it just does something to to me and and little by little i'm waking up i'm getting out of it you know and um you know so that's my story on on, on this you know that's my story on this that, that 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 little bit of structure has been very helpful for me and and uh i hope that 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 reaches somebody and it helps them too you know? yeah dude totally i mean you can't get outside all the time either i know like in my crazy world in my crazy life it's like there are times when the, the day just like, I can't go on a mountain bike ride I can't go on a hike I can't do this I can't do that but it's like okay well, well fucking what can you do so you know there are ways um just a couple of days ago or was it yesterday morning uh I well a couple of nights ago I should say God, leave, man. I'm so sorry about this I thought <laughs> I had to leave it I'm gonna take the time it's okay to make sure it doesn't happen again there we go and so it's all right so, uh, yeah, woke up and it was like, before the kids woke up, it was school night, you know, and got to get them to school in the morning. It's like a whole routine. Talk about structure, man. Fuck, when you have kids, you rely on that shit. At least I do. And, uh, yeah, I was like, how am I, like, looking at the schedule, like, when am I going to be able to ride? Like, five, six days out. Like, damn it. Outside, I mean. Set up the trainer the bike trainer which is like a, a set of rollers which is really cool actually it's a set of like these three aluminum drums cylinders i guess uh attached to to like this rubber big giant rubber band so you put the road bike 
or whatever bicycle on these drums and you start pedaling and and it's kind of like a hamster wheel the it's the exactly drum spin that. yeah it's basically a hamster wheel but there's nothing holding the bike so you have to like keep balance so it keeps you engaged because it's like yeah no strings attached you're pedaling this bike in place you're not going anywhere so it's a little more engaging than than say like a peloton or like one of those just like exercise bikes but basically it's the same shit like you're just riding your bike inside the house or inside indoors um though i have set it up outside and that's that's nice too <laughs> if the weather permits that's interesting yeah yeah because like you know i'm outside but the kid anyway so um yeah man you know did like half an hour just kind of enough to like get a little sweat going and and just like kids woke up all right gotta put it away and it's like get what i can get ride the bike with the kids to school luckily we have this like little uh double kid trailer which they're outgrowing but um you know we i since it's been a little cold in the morning, we drop them off in the, in the, with the vehicle, and then later on in the afternoon, ride that thing, pick them up, ride back. They love it because it's it's fun for them. The wind going through their hair, and they're just like the sightseeing. You know, we ride through downtown and stuff all the way back, and and they get to see a, an adult riding a bike, man. And it's having, dope, man. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times people are like, they'll they'll say shit like like way to go dad or like yeah, like hey kids you having fun you know stuff like that and it's always like yeah dude this is dope and you know i mean i'm not i'm i'm just i don't know I, i'm blessed i'm stoked that that i'm able that i've got all my arms and legs man and you know i'm just able to move uh, holding on my gratitude and trying to just not that's the motivation, right? Like you said, the kids, like having a, having a, a, just being happy for yourself and for them, showing them like, yo, get it where you can, like, it's all good. It's so fun, dude. It's so fun. Like a lot of times that's all, that's all I get is just the bike ride, picking them up from school, you know? And it's a little like 10, 15 minute cruise, but even that little bit is like, it's nice or even like well it's fun I, man it's you, so you know, fun you yeah. said it it's fun you know i think one of the things and, and i'm sorry to interrupt you but no, no, I think no, that one of the done. things that happens to us when 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 we grow up is we stop playing man yeah we stop playing yeah, we, we stop, stop being kids yeah like, we stop fuck? like you know uh how many times have you seen this on social media or like these memes where it's like you know one day you 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 know you and your friends went outside and it was the last day the last time that you would ever do that and we were not aware of that we were not aware that that was the last time we were all going to play together yet it did happen it ended and as we grow up you know society has told us that you know we got to get to work that we've got to get careers that we've got to you know be responsible and yes i agree with all that but they should also tell us don't stop playing you know no, and, and i think that no, i dude. think that what you're doing with your kids by going and picking them up on the on the bike and sticking them in the trailer and them getting to have fun and be outside on the way home is a great example. It's, a, it's I mean, it, not only is it a great example, it's it's a tremendous example of them being able to see this 37 year old man still playing, still playing, not not giving up on the fun. You know, we're 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 still trying to entertain ourselves like we did as kids. Uh, you know, there was no boredom, man. If you were bored, you got up and you went outside and looked for a friend or you went outside and rode your bike, you know, or whatever you did, man, skateboarded, played tag, whatever you did. 
and get outside and play. Yeah, oh, you got outside. outside and play. Yeah, man. And and uh, it's funny because it's 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 such a basic thing that we instinctually grow up with. It's we grow up and you know we're two years old, five years old, twelve years old, and we're playing, we're playing, we're playing, we're playing, and suddenly we go against that and and decide to stop and uh i'm not a doctor or anything like that but man i i just i have to believe that that has a lot to do with people struggling with their mental health you know they they maybe take life a little too seriously and they stop playing they stop treating themselves to joy and fun and uh or, or perhaps you know they do what everybody else is doing and their fun is to go drink and do drugs and nothing against that man have fun you know but perhaps instead of replacing our fun with those things you know uh do them but still make sure you have the fun make sure you go play for real like you did when you were a kid you know and and uh yeah man for me mountain biking is that when i'm out there mountain biking yeah it's a little painful because i'm old now and not in the best shape in my life uh and my lungs burn and my heart beats and you know <laughs> the sun hits my face and it burns and but i always try to just keep that perspective is i'm out here having fun I'm, I'm out here playing you know same thing with those long hikes we we that's also a big part of it man we're out there playing you know we're exploring you know like you did when you're a kid you explore it's, it's so fun like like early on when the kids are younger and you know they're i i didn't know there's no fucking handbook. <laughs> I didn't have a good example of like, anyway, what I'm trying to say is like playing with the kids, like looking at them. I, I love my kids to no end and they teach me so much. And the thing that they've been really teaching me lately is, is how to play. Yeah. And, and putting, being okay with just like putting down the task, the chore, the whatever it is you're up to. Like like more often than not, that shit can wait a little while. Your kids are like, yo, dude, like I'll come and play with me. Would you play with me? You know what? Yeah. I mean, how often do we say no? Yeah, you know? and it's been like, you know what? I'm going to set a five-minute timer or whatever, or, you know, whatever you've got. Just like take a little break from whatever it is you're doing and just 100% just what are we playing? Let's do it. Whatever it is, man. Yeah, like we wrestle and shit or like... Play Barbies. You know, yeah, whatevs. But just like be... Allow yourself to just be a kid with them again. And it's so fun, man. It's so fucking Bro, fun. Bro, coloring, man. Yes. I had no... I had forgotten how much I enjoyed to color. My God, dude. I, I'm like... I'm the one telling my daughter, let's color, you know? <laughs> you you want to paint something, you know? Yeah. yeah let's dude. grab the chalk and go outside, you know? Sidewalk it, chalk is the shit. It's <laughs> awesome, bro. Great times. Hopscotch and drawing butts and whatever the hell you're doing with it, man. It's just fun stuff, man. And, I guess so into chalk, dude. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah, bro. And, and, and yeah, but you know... And then there's also that, right? The remembering to to not say no to your kids when it comes to playing, you know. Uh, sure, there's times that, you know, you can't play. You got to have dinner. You, you know, you got to right. do your homework. You got to do these things, whatever. But, totally, totally. You know, I, I try really hard to never tell my daughter no when it's, you want to play with me, you know. My God, it, you know, breaks my heart to even think that I have said no to her, you know, where she's come up to me and said, Daddy, you know, you play with me. And I'm over here thinking, but I'm tired, you know, or depressed whatever it is, you know, um, I, 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 you know, I regret ever saying no to that, 
already. And she's only going to be six this weekend or this week, next week. And, um, you know, that's a bad example on my part. But, you know, we all make mistakes and, and that's a mistake. And, and, uh, and it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. But moving forward. Yeah. You know, I think it's very important for me that, you know, that I, that I remind myself that they're not going to be kids forever. And one of the most beautiful thing about a child is that they want to play and you can't kill that. And, and going the opposite way of structure is like when it's playtime, like we, I love taking them out into the desert. Uh, we go into a real park or we have, uh, we have, you know, well shit anywhere, like the state parks there, there's different access points. Just go to nature where there's no playground. There's nothing. It's just like imagination, rocks and sticks, and cactus and lizards, and whatever. The structure goes out the window, man. It and does. it's like that. We were talking about that at breakfast too. So you have all this structure and it, it helps, but it's, in my opinion, necessary for me anyway, to be like well balanced, to pick times when just fucking tell the structure to fuck off and you just go do just, just whatever you feel. Yeah. Break the rules a little bit. Yeah. Go out on a long bike ride and have no route, have no plan, have no like whatever. I love doing that dude, going out to the desert with the kids and just like feeding off of just following them. Where do you guys? Okay, let's go. Like what do you, like they just take, charge and the little imaginations just go crazy and it's a beautiful thing to be a part of and and sometimes you know well a lot of times pretty much every time you know add to it oh i'm a this or that oh actually you're a monster with fucking whatever trolls live here yeah trolls it's so refreshing dude it is it's like a recharge it's like a reminder it's so simple and beautiful and like it's natural it they really just have is. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can definitely think of several times where, you know, I've gone out with the plan of, you know, doing this particular hike with my daughter and my God, man, we might get about a hundred meters in and we're doing something completely different, you know, playing, <laughs> playing hide and go seek, climbing rocks, you know, whatever we're doing, uh, all of a sudden the hike does go out the window and, but it's still hiking. It was still fun to be outside. It was, you know, it, it, instead of this goal I had set out for us, you know, it, 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 it turned out to be something way better. Right. You know, are we going to hike? Are we going to do this or this? It's like, we're going to go play. Yeah, let's go play. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's the way a child sees it. You know, they, they, you know, a lot of kids uh, or a lot of, I'm sorry, a lot of parents, you know, uh, have asked me, you know, how do you get your daughter to go hiking? And it's like, well, first of all, I never turned it into a workout. It was always playing. It was always like, hey, you know, let's go hiking. You down? Yeah, I'm down. And then, you know, as I'm hiking, you had to be very patient, especially when she was younger. I had to be very patient because she'd want to go climb this rock or she'd want to go flip some rocks over or she'd want to stare at a bug for 20 minutes instead, you know, instead (laughs) of the hike that we were set out to do. But, um, for me, it was about being outside with my daughter at that time. And I've been very fortunate that she's grown up loving the outdoors. You know, um, my daughter asks me to go hiking. My daughter asked me to go ride bikes. My daughter asked me to be active and yeah, there's times where we stay home and we play games and stuff, but her, plan for us every time i have her is let's go do that you know let's go biking you know recently we started doing a little bit of off-road biking and you know nice. she calls it mountain biking now you know and it's not necessarily mountain biking per se but for her that's the start you know she already sees that as playtime and if she grows up seeing it that way she's going to be blessed she's going to be she's going to experience 
a much better life than than we have, you know, because it was instilled in her since she was a kid that playing is a priority. However it looks, you know, but it's, to her it's a priority to and to me now it's a priority and uh I think we'll we'll all be better off for it. Absolutely, especially in a place like El Paso. Can't stress it enough, man. We have a really beautiful situation with this mountain and this weather as people, these people in the community, like, this is a beautiful place to be. This is home. I love it so much. Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, you were telling me uh, at, at breakfast about how something you've done recently is set up day for your family, you know, your grandma, your mom. And, and in El Paso, um, that's really normal. Uh, yeah. for, for especially adults to go spend long days with their moms, with their grandparents. Every Sunday. And yeah, every Sunday or whatever day it is. But, uh, and one of the reasons that I think I appreciate it so much is I grew up that way. Um, I still do it. I'm very lucky that I still have both of my parents and I get to spend time. Uh, I spend a lot of structured time with my mom and, you know, my dad and I, we, we work a little bit together and, but spending time with our families, you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing. And I know it happens all over the world, but um, I think in our culture in particular, you know, I, I tend to meet a lot of people that just really, really make sure that they make time for that. That's beautiful, man. Ah, good shit. Great good shit. stuff, man. Great well, shit. Well, we're limited to about an hour uh, just because, you know, life. But uh, appreciate it, man. This was fun. This is dope talked about some real stuff and hey there's radish hey radish come <laughs> tell us <laughs> couldn't make it through the boat without having <laughs> <laughs> some some radish uh appearance yeah man well i appreciate everything you're doing um i'm doing with this podcast i appreciate your friendship more than you'll ever know um thank you i love you buddy <laughs> everybody take care get outside go play call your mamas Peace. Until next time.